This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1052, The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence, part two, by the Mad Fientist of madfientist.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host, and if you're just finding us for the first time, uh, what we do here is we take some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, and then we put them into audio form for you, and we bring you this great content seven days a week. Now, before we get to our post for today, Why settle for 7% returns from your 401k? Whether you're an experienced investor or new to the game, our friends at The Motley Fool want to help you find great stocks. And that's why they've created a report on a group of five stock picks for the next generation of investors. And it's free for all Optimal Finance Daily listeners at fool.com slash optimal finance daily. That's F-O-O-L dot com slash Optimal Finance Daily, and I have that linked in this episode's description. Now, today's actually a continuation from yesterday, so if you are new here, it would be great to start with yesterday's episode first, but if you're all caught up and you heard episode 1051, then let's get right to part two as we optimize your life. The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence, Part 2, by the Mad Fientist of madfientist.com. Hazard of FI This is a potential hazard of post-FI life. If you're unhappy when you're working and you blame your job for all your problems, you may struggle after FI if you're still unhappy. What do you do when your biggest scapegoat disappears? Your job doesn't have feelings, so you can blame it for all your issues and it won't care. But when your job is gone and you start blaming your wife, your friends, or your kids instead, it's not gonna go down as well. You'll hopefully realize that those external things aren't the reason you're unhappy, but as I mentioned before, it's very hard to do, especially when it's you that's the problem. Thankfully, I realize now what had caused most of my unhappiness both before and after leaving work. I wasn't making progress on these types of important projects. The best thing about FI. This leads us to the best and worst things about financial independence. They're actually the same thing. Financial independence gives you the freedom to do anything you want with your life. Let's explore why this is good first. The opportunity of a lifetime. You don't have to worry about money and you have the time and freedom to accomplish almost anything you want to. During last year's Winter Olympics, I was at my brother-in-law's house and we joked that it'd be amazing to compete in a future Winter Olympics together in curling. I thought about this more afterward and realized that this could be achievable now that I'm FI. When you're financially independent and you decide you want to become a world-class curler, you could practice all day while everyone else is working to pay the bills. You could volunteer your time at a local ice rink in exchange for more ice access and more practice time, or use some of your savings to pay for a coach so that you progress even faster. If you are persistent and dedicated, there's no doubt you could excel. Reborn after FI. Achieving FI is like being reborn. Who you were before FI doesn't matter, and who you are after is completely up to you. I'm already quite different than the person I was before I quit my job, and I imagine I'll change even more in the years to come. Shifting your identity is difficult and takes time. More on that in future articles and podcasts. But it is achievable. The worst thing about FI. These benefits are amazing, but the best thing about FI is also the worst thing. Financial independence gives you the freedom to do anything you want with your life. Now, if you aren't living the life you want, you only have yourself to blame. We are all great at making excuses and fooling ourselves. How many of you are putting off pursuing your big life goals because you, quote, don't have time, or you're waiting until you hit FI to start? 
Do you say you don't have time to go to the gym, but somehow you've been able to watch all the Game of Thrones episodes? Guess what? When you achieve financial independence and you leave your job, you're going to have all the time in the world. That means those convenient little excuses that have kept you from feeling bad about yourself go away. You finally have to put up or shut up. You have to become the person you've planned to be or already thought you were. It's amazing how a person's image of themselves in their heads differs from the actions they take. As I mentioned, I think this is the cause of a lot of unhappiness. I know it made me unhappy, but I'm only realizing that now. What to choose. Another reason that having the freedom to do anything can be problematic is because it's hard to choose what to do. What's a good use of your time when you don't have a normal script to follow? What motivates you now that money doesn't matter as much? What brings you happiness and fulfillment when the normal goalposts and measuring sticks people use no longer apply to you? Takeaway. So what should you do? Don't wait until FI to start these important things. Start exercising now. Eat better now. Start making progress on the things that matter to you now. Work on improving your happiness and mental health now. And start building your ideal life before you hit FI. Yes, it'll be a bit easier to do everything when you don't have a full-time job taking up so much of your time, but FI is not a magic bullet and it's not going to instantly change you into a new person. You're still going to have to do the hard work to change yourself into the person you want to be, so you might as well start doing that now while you still have a nice scapegoat to blame when things don't go exactly as planned. And if you're already FI and are struggling with similar challenges, know that the struggle is worthwhile. There have been many times I wished I could forget about this dream of mine and just enjoy my job-free life to the fullest, instead of struggling so much with completing difficult tasks, battling self-doubt, maintaining motivation, etc. I'm glad I persevered though because I'm a lot happier now that I'm finally doing what I've always known I should be doing. In his book, Ultra Learning, Scott Young shares the following, quote, Your deepest moments of happiness don't come from doing easy things. They come from realizing your potential and overcoming your own limiting beliefs about yourself. End quote. I am in the process of tackling my most formidable limiting belief, and although I still have a long way to go, I'm thankfully starting to see what he means. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence by the Mad Fientist of madfientist.com. Now, are you a Henry? That stands for high earner, not rich yet. It means that despite earning a six-figure income, you're struggling to amass any meaningful nest egg. Our friends at The Motley Fool can help. Since 1993, they've been providing investment advice and helping members build the financial future they envision. To kickstart your 2020 financial goals, they're offering five of their favorite stock picks for free. Realizing you're a Henry? Remember the not rich yet part. You can do it and The Motley Fool can help. Visit fool.com slash optimal finance daily. That's F-O-O-L dot com slash optimal finance daily and I have that linked in this episode's description. And that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.